Hi guys, I'm Lux. And I'm Sam. And this is Killing It, the Crimecast. Yes, it is. And this is a mini-sode because I've just been in Scotland. So we've pre-recorded this little tidbit of interesting whatever the fucks. <laughs> and we read them to each other. Yeah, I mean, it's it's always you away, isn't it? I'm yeah. never the one who lets us down. I'm not letting you down. Yeah, I'm joking. We're not letting anyone down. We're recording this. Yeah, exactly. You get a cute little mini episode. Deal yeah, with it. adorable. So uh, this week, I'm not going to talk about murder. What? I know. That's kind of the whole thing. It is the whole thing. I'm talking about murder. What are you doing? I'm doing the case of Edward Mordrake. Okay. Oh my God, I just realised I'm technically not talking about murder either. Are you not? On a technicality, yeah. Anyway, please continue. Ooh, oh my God. okay. Weird. This is Killing It, the crime cast, where we don't talk about murder. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Killing It, the crime cast. <laughs> so, you have probably heard of Edward Mordrake or Edward Mordake, but it sounds better with Mordrake. Were well, so. you just going to change his name? No, there apparently it was Mordake, but people kept like mispronouncing it or whatever. It was sort of like a Mandela effect, so now everyone just calls him Mordrake. Okay. And that's like what's written on documents and stuff, so oh. like, pff, I'm just going to go with it. They're right, it sounds better. It does sound better. So, this is happening in the 19th century sort of time. And he's an English nobleman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> noble. Noble. But we don't want to make fun of him because he's he's not done anything wrong here. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, could, I could still make fun no, of no, him. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, we don't we don't want to say anything, like, too bad because he's kind of the victim in this murderless case. Okay. Well, I'm still going to make fun You're of gonna him. You're going to find out why. Oh, oh, there's a lot to make fun of. You'll find out why. I'm going to do it. He was refined, graceful, and a great musician and scholar. Ooh. Apparently, he lived alone and refused to see anyone. Now, can you guess why? Listeners out there, you've probably heard of Edward Mordrake. There was a parody-type thing of him on American Horror Story Freak Show. It's quite a famous thing. Also, I, I don't know it. Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Voldemort. Oh, my God. Did the guy have a face on the back of his head? He had a fucking face on the back of his face. What? Yeah. Oh my God. He lived alone because on the back of his head, there was a small, misshapen face. The first time this anomaly was written about and documented was in a book called Anomalies uh, Anomalies and Curiosities of Medicine, which was published in 1896. Now, he called his face his devil twin. Okay. Now, its eyes would follow movement. And its lips would soundlessly move. Yeah, the face you're giving me is correct. Oh, what the fuck? It gets creepier. Oh, my God. So it was said that it would cry when Edward was happy and smile when he was upset. That's so evil. So it did whatever he did in reverse. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Apparently, it like never spoke and its its lips would just soundlessly move. It's even creepier than if it was speaking. No, it's not. Because listen to this. He told his doctors that his devil twin would keep him up at night because this is when it would speak. Quote, It never sleeps but talks to me forever of such things as they only speak of in hell. No imagination can conceive the dreadful temptations it sets before me. For some unforgiven wickedness of my forefathers, I am knit to this fiend. For a fiend it surely is. I beg and beseech you to crush it out of human semblance, even if I die for it. Oh my God. God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's terrifying. The idea of being a like lying down in bed, and this weird head on the back of your head starts going like pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Is that the most hellish thing you can conceive of right now? No, actually, I don't. I don't mind pineapple on pizza at all. Is it just me? Like, I know this is sidetracking, but like, 
Don't you find people who are annoyed at pineapple being on pizza more annoying than people who put pineapple on pizza? I'm annoyed that pineapple's on pizza. Yeah, and like you're more annoying than people who are just like, I just like pineapple on my pizza, it tastes good. And everyone I, else is I, just I, like, burn the witch. No, I guess I'm just confused by it. Like, why would you, why would you, it's like when you put fruit in a cake, like carrot cake, that annoys me. It's like, that's supposed to be something delicious and not nutritious. Why right. are you trying to make it both? You are so unhealthy. I know. And second, carrots are vegetable. <laughs> Um, I know, but I'm just saying it's similar. Like when you put raisins, in, actually, I do love raisins in cakes. That's my one exception. Whatever. Should we talk about this thing? Yeah, please. <laughs> this evil thing that's, I assume, more evil than pineapple on pizza. It definitely is. So as you can tell from the quote I just read, um, he was begging his doctors to get rid of his face. He had he had two main physicians who attended to him. And he was just there like, you guys, I can't, I can't deal please just destroy it it's it's keeping me up at night you know it's ruining my life it's horrible so messed up yeah so he was so tormented by it that at the age of 23 edward mordrake could no longer stand this mode of existence and took his own life jesus he drank a poison but before he did he left a note now the note requested that this demon face was destroyed before edward's body was interred quote lest it continues dreadful whisperings in my grave Oh. He was so creeped out by this face that he was like, I'm dead now. You don't have to worry about it. Just chop it right off and then bury me. Jesus Christ. He was so like hor horrified. God, I it. mean, you would be. Oh, I mean, of course. Regardless of whether this was, it was actually whispering to him or whether his brain was just a bit addled yeah. and he was hearing voices. Yeah. Either way. It's creepy it, as it's shit. It's clearly like spooked him a little bit. So, there's been a lot of speculation about whether this case is real or not. I imagine there would be. For a number of reasons, but I'm just going to list a few. So, firstly, the name of his two physicians, um, they weren't able to be corroborated. So, that's a bit weird. That is quite odd. Especially yeah. since there's, you know, quotes and everything from him. You'd assume that, you know, documentation is happening. But, yeah. nope, couldn't really find their names. Um, apparently, they just didn't exist. Secondly... The sources from which we learn about this case um, in the first in instance, so Anomalies and Curiosities of Medicine, it also included stories about a man that was half crab, half man, and about an elephant man. And these were, quote, obviously false or whatever. Right. But I'm thinking, are they? Crab man. But, but think about the lobster boy. So yeah, yeah. last podcast on the left covers lob the lobster boy murders. Really good episode. Really entertaining. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Um, and also, again, in Freak Show, um, American Horror Story, there's the guy with the lobster hands. It's when, you're, when t your index and middle finger are fused together and your pinky and ring finger are fused together. So it looks like you've got lobster claws and whatever. So this could be the thing and then they just exaggerated. Yeah. So like, could, I mean, you, you know, know. It's, it, you know they, they'd say the, the Freak Shows were very like proud of sort of their advertising. Mm. Like, you know, you've seen Greatest Showman. Mm. We know how this goes. But like they'd say things like, oh, this man's really hairy, so he's a werewolf. You know? Yeah, like, yeah so exactly. This guy has weird hands, so he's a lobster. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, I, I understand how like half crab. Or like maybe he had like a skin defect and was really red and had the, lob the yeah. crab claw thing, whatever. And the elephant man, like, I don't know, huge nose, I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like they're saying that because this publication also had information about these obviously false cases... That it wasn't true, but yeah. I, but I want to believe it. I kind of just love the idea that he's just an insane man who's drawn a smiley face on the back of his <laughs> head, and he's just like he's just hearing voices, and he's like the head's talking to me, and he's like a lot of it's come off in the shower. Man. Like, <laughs> that that would be amusing. 
However, I do have some photos to show you, which shows that it was not a smiley face drawn on the back of a man's okay. head. Oh my God, I'm really excited. One of the reasons that the, this case has been so, somewhat debunked is that there's this photo circulating um, and a lot of people have been saying, oh, look, this is proof that he was real. Here's a photo. But it was, uh, you know, I'm going to show you the photo before I tell you about the debunked thing. Oh, oh podcasting is not the best medium I'm to display my horror. Notes, so everyone go to the show notes right now. Oh, man. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, imagine that thing whispering to you at night. Oh. Gross, right? So this photo is quite convincing, right? But apparently it's a retouched photo of a wax figure from the Panopticum Wax Museum in Hamburg, Germany. So it's a wax figure. Still upsetting visually. And But it also was a wax figure based on Edward Mordrake and what he would have looked like. Yeah. And then there's this thing. This is, so I've just debunked it a little bit, but there is this skull, right? Okay. So clearly they didn't remove the face from his face because it's still there on the skull, if this is real. And trust me, I looked. I couldn't find any sources that debunked this skull. Okay. So let me show it to you. Oh, what? Oh my God. Wow. Anyone who's listening to this, please look in the show notes and see these pictures. Wow, that is that is a really crazy case. So it's not murder, but I thought it was interesting. Thought I might as well tell you about it. It technically involved death. Yep. It, I mean, he took his own life, so there is, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. There's death in it. That's intense. And yeah. and at a stretch, the little face murdered him. Oh. Yeah. When you think about it. Oh, because that's what really killed him. That's what the really existence killed him. Of the little face. The little face. If you had a little face on the back of your head, what would you what would you name it? I would kill myself too quickly to be able to give it a name, Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, I feel like, I, I, like you know, it depends. Because on the one hand, it's like, Satan. On the other hand, it's just like, all right, mate. No. Make me a cup of tea. Go on for me. No. I don't know if I'd mind that one. I feel like given the choice of like a sort of weird evil, like devil's minions, the rapture. Or a guy going like, you know, mate, pop another shops, get some milk. Yeah, get, get, get a couple of biscuits. Okay, but people... I don't think... have a stomach, mate. Hey! Oh, given the choice, yeah, I'd rather have a given friendly face on the given back the of choice, my face. Given the choice, I wouldn't have, like, I don't know, like, evil Beelzebub minion on the back of my head. or just like, Dave, from around the corner. No, right, it's just Dave. <laughs> I mean, I guess, if you have to choose. I In either case, I would choose death. It's like, oi, oi, guys, I brought Dave. Oi, oi, guys. Of course you brought Dave, you mug. <laughs> Of course you brought Dave. He's attached to you. Yeah, no. Anyway, this is meant to be killing it quickly, so I think I'm going to oh, quickly yeah, yeah, move yeah. on. So, uh, this is my guy, Calvin Jones. You are about to get real mad. Are there babies involved? No, no, no. There's no babies. You got any content warning? Dog, does a dog die? No. But you're about to get real mad. Did the police fuck up? No. I, I know you. Oh my you. God. Yeah, I know you. And this is just like... So what's going to anger me about this? This is where you're going to get real mad. Ooh, so, intriguing. In Philadelphia, 1966, there was a 33-year-old man named Calvin Jones, and he's in a relationship with 23-year-old Sarah Talbot. Now, Calvin was an ex-con with a history of violence. Perfect uh, man. Yeah. I can see why Sarah felt What a him. lovely guy. A couple years earlier, he was arrested on suspicion of attempting to poison his girlfriend that he had at the time. Mm. Now, I don't believe it was Sarah Talbot at the time, just a different unfortunate <laughs> woman who dated this piece of shit. Right. In January 1966, Talbot and Jones get into a massive fight. Like a big old fight. 
This is in Philadelphia, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking of a different British case, which we might cover. It's very interesting. Yeah, this is crazy. Right? Okay. So uh, the fight ended pretty brutally, uh, where Jones ended up getting so angry that he beat Talbot to death with a rubber hose. Oh, my God. I just realized the way I phrased that sounded like it was partially her fault. It wasn't her fault. How, how she, did he even she, get beaten to death with a... Like, I'm, no, no, okay. Bear, bear in mind, this is not like a green garden hose that you use to water your... Oh, right. See, that's daisies. what I was imagining. This is like a hose piping, like fucking right. heavy, thick, big rubber hose. Right, okay. See, I was imagining the little green garden hoses and I was thinking, they're quite soft. Yeah, no, this is a brutal hose. Right, okay. Um, he was obviously arrested for this and was charged with the first degree murder of Sarah Talbot. So far, I'm not mad. This is where it gets. Oh, he up. gets let off, doesn't he? This is where it gets super messed up, and you're you're gonna get. Okay, so mad. okay, okay. While Jones was in custody, an autopsy is performed on Sarah Talbot. It is discovered that she suffered from sickle cell anemia. So this is where your blood cells have abnormal hemoglobin, which means the cells are distorted into like a sickle shape, and it means that uh, bl one's blood cells are really prone to rupturing. Mm. So it was discovered with this information that at the time she was killed, her blood cells ruptured. And that, her, and that was her cause of death. So it means that due to a technicality, her official cause of death had to be listed as natural causes. What? Because of this, since Jones didn't technically murder Tolbert as she was like a health risk, all he could be charged for was assault and battery. Okay, I'm not actually as angry as you might have thought because if you compare this to, uh, to other cases, so for example, if I know that you've got a heart condition and if you get like frightened or like something really terrible happens and your heart beats really, really fast, like, or if you do a lot of exercise, you know, your heart will explode or whatever. And I torture you and your heart explodes. Yeah. If I had been torturing someone without that heart condition, they might not have died from the torture. So in that case, I would have only been able to be prosecuted for assault and battery and torture and whatever. So I'm feeling like it makes sense. Are you ready to get mad? Oh, yeah. They said that her injuries without the condition would have killed her. Oh. But because she died before she was able to die because of those. Oh. Yeah. So she wouldn't have survived even... Uh, yeah, she wouldn't have survived. Okay, now I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> you so. were correct. So Jones pled guilty to this, and the judge was quoting as saying, this case is very rare and unusual, and if it were not for the medical reports, this man would be facing a murder trial today. Jones's sentence was deferred pending psychological evaluation, and I don't believe he served any jail time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you repeat that, please? Jones's sentence was deferred Pending psychological evaluation, I don't think he served any jail time. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the anger in Lux's can, eyes. Can you, um... What? Don't ask me to repeat it again. This is an audio medium. We're not going <laughs> to... We can't just, just repeat everything. Everyone who's as in shock as I am, just rewind and listen to Sam say it just a few more times. Yeah, it's mad fucked up. Because I can't believe that. Yeah. What fucking piece of shit. I know, right? That's all he got. Oh, man. I, I found that and I was just like, oh, that makes me so mad. You know what I really hope? A, you know, a lot of times when um, murder victims, their their families are like, oh, I'm going to kill the guy who did this to her. I hope someone just did. Yeah. I hope someone, you know, you know how pedophiles go to prison and they get like stabbed to death or whatever yeah. but by the fellow inmates. I just hope something like that happened to him because yeah. 
Lux the law is, can't do anything, but vigilante justice will prevail. Yeah, Lux is very pro-vigilante justice. Oh yeah, I'm less pro-vigilante justice, but just why? Which is why we have good conversations about it. They end up heated and yelling. <laughs> <laughs> also, because I'm just quite emotional. Yeah, true. Uh, right. So uh, that's that's my story. Great. That's yours. So that was a killing it quickly. Thanks for making me angry for the rest of the day. You are, I feel like we should have started with mine. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, that's everything. Just a quick episode. This one's slightly longer than the other one, but it's a lot shorter than our normal episodes. So, Stay tuned after we uh, say goodbye because there will be a promo from one of our fellow true crime podcasts, which you should definitely go and listen to. Absolutely. So uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, you can um, please rate and review all of the things on iTunes. And subscribe. And you can find us on Twitter at Killing It Crime and on Instagram at Killing It Crimecast. I hope the rest of your day isn't ruined by my story, as Lux's is. Bye-bye. Hey, y'all. I'm Carrie. And I'm Donna. And we are a pair of normal chicks who love to talk about things that go bump in the night and the real-life monsters who live among us. Join us every Monday as we creep it real with our conversational storytelling of true crime and the paranormal. And if I do say so myself, we're pretty freaking hilarious. Uh, yeah, we are. Each episode, we'll have one true crime story told by me and one paranormal story told by Donna. We'll cover everything from ghosts and goblins to your garden variety serial killer. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. We offer show notes on our website, aparanormalchicks.com, for each episode. They include all images and videos we mentioned during the podcast. We want to hear all about your sinister sightings, so send us your stories to aparanormalchicks at gmail.com. Send us anything paranormal or true crime related. And remember to creep it real and don't, don't get scared. scared.